Welcome to the Zach On Leadership Podcast. I'm your host, Zach Hughes. Today's episode is entitled, Cloud Computing and the Glue Sniffing Guarantee Fairy. The film Tommy Boy, starring Chris Farley and David Spade, was released in 1995. I was in high school at the time. My friends and I watched it constantly. Nearly 30 years later, people quote it, sometimes not even knowing it. I overheard my 11-year-old the other day say, Brothers don't shake hands. Brothers got a hug. I'm quite certain that he's never seen the movie. Now, there are plenty of leadership lessons from Tommy Boy, especially for the sales crowd. There are several fantastic articles out there analyzing the sales techniques of Tommy. I'm not a salesperson, but if you are, you should probably check them out. Google Sales Lessons from Tommy Boy, and you'll see what I'm talking about. This podcast episode isn't about sales. It's about cloud computing. That's a concept people only dreamed about back in 1995. Before I get into that, let's listen to one of the most famous scenes in the movie, The Guarantee. I like your line, I like your prices, but there's a problem. There's no guarantee on the box. Heck, if something breaks down, you can call me, even if I'm home watching TV. Callahan has guaranteed every part sold since 1925. Maybe so, but it's not on the box. It should always be on the box, comforting you, calling out, I'm good, I'll never let you down, but if I do, I'm going to make things all better. Our brake pads are made with a non-corrosive polyplated... Son, if you're not talking about a guarantee, skip it. My customers need to see that little label looking them right in the eye. Hey, you can get a good look at your butcher. What? Remember, chicken wings. Chicken wings? All right, you want to talk about guarantees, then, fellas, you just ran out of time. Chicken wings. Let's think about this for a sec, Ted. Why would somebody put a guarantee on a box? Hmm, very interesting. Go on, I'm listening. Here's the way I see it, Ted. Guy puts a fancy guarantee in a box because he wants you to feel all warm and toasty inside. Yeah, makes a man feel good. Of course it does. Why shouldn't it? You figure you put that little box under your pillow at night, the guarantee fairy might come by and leave a quarter. Am I right, Ted? <laughs> What's your point? The point is, how do you know the fairy isn't a crazy glue sniffer? Building model airplanes, says the little fairy. Well, we're not buying it. He sneaks into your house once, that's all it takes. Next thing you know, there's money missing off the dresser and... I've seen it a hundred times. But why do they put a guarantee on the box, then? Because they know all they sold you was a guaranteed... That's all it is, isn't it? Hey, if you want me to take a dump in a box and mark it guaranteed, I will. I got spare time. But for now, for your customer's sake, for your daughter's sake, you might want to think about buying a quality product from me. Okay, I'll buy from you. Well, that's... What? The person in this clip that I most closely relate to is Ted. He's buying from wholesale suppliers and serving his retail customers. This role, in many ways, is analogous to the modern enterprise IT shop. On behalf of our customers, external or internal, we look across the landscape of various technology suppliers, choose the best ones, integrate them, and support them in production on behalf of our business. So it's my pleasure to talk with folks like Tommy and Richard a whole lot. If you're wondering what that's like, I've written about that several times on my blog. You can find links to it in the show notes. The guarantee. Auto parts have guarantees. Cloud services have service level agreements or SLAs. 
SLAs include many elements, but the key ingredient is an uptime guarantee. They promise it won't go down any more than X, and if it does, there will be some financial recourse. These often get expressed as a percentage, such as 99.9% uptime. That sounds like a lot of availability, but it may not be as high as you think. If you do the math, this equates to over 8 hours of unplanned downtime per year. Those 8 hours will probably come at the worst possible time, just so you know. A 99.9% SLA might make you feel all warm and toasty inside, but there's another reality that strikes sooner or later. The Glue Sniffing Guarantee Fairy Here's my story. I ran an important application in one of the major public cloud providers. That application ran just fine almost all the time and had for years. Then one day, in the middle of the business day, the application went down for about an hour and a half. The cloud provider gave notice of the affected component. It was a managed database instance. The rest of the servers and services were up and running, but nothing worked without the database. Eventually, the cloud provider restored the service and the application came back online. Given the duration of the outage, I worked with my account team to make sure I got a financial credit for falling below the SLA. They did the math. The way the SLA worked, they gave us a 10% rebate for the monthly consumption of the discrete component that failed. That credit was $32.96. I won't disclose what we paid the provider to host the entire application, but it was enough to make this credit seem laughable. A $32.96 credit is something you expect to see on your personal phone bill, not something you expect to see on your enterprise application hosting. Now, the provider did everything they were obligated to do, and they did so with transparency and efficiency. But I didn't feel all warm and toasty inside. But instead, I felt like I got paid a visit from the glue-sniffing guarantee fairy. That's when I started scratching my head. What is the SLA for? If it doesn't come close to making up for the business disruption we experienced, it doesn't matter to the cloud provider. They make hundreds of billions of dollars. The service failure and all the credits doled out to all the customers totaled up to a rounding error on their P&L. Shame on them or shame on me. After I was finished throwing my fit, I recognized my error. I acted like Ted at the beginning of the scene. Richard protested, Our brake pads are made of non-corrosive polyplated... And then Ted cut him off, saying, Son, if you're not talking about a guarantee, skip it. Now, all of a sudden, I care a whole lot more about those non-corrosive polyplated whatevers. Is this the cloud provider's fault, or is it mine? I decided that it was mine. I failed to design a fault-tolerant, disaster-resilient system for our application. That was on me. Going forward, I changed the way I interacted with cloud providers. Three things made the most difference. Number one, assume that everything will fail, no matter what the SLA says, then design accordingly. We design our applications to be highly available across physical facilities and recoverable across geographic regions. Number two, multi-cloud creates options and flexibility. It is a burden to be proficient and built out with multiple cloud providers, but it's worth it and necessary in today's age. Number three, third-party cloud-native tools provide multi-cloud interoperability, security, manageability, and visibility. It also lessens, but doesn't eliminate, the multi-cloud learning curve. With these three principles in place, I feel a whole lot better about SLAs. If something fails, fine. I'll take the small credit, and I won't be bent out of shape because my application stayed up the whole time. That's how it's done. 
Lastly, I don't want to overstate our position. Just like you, we are on the journey. We've learned a lot. We've achieved a lot, but we have plenty of work left to do. When I hear technology salespeople talk about their SLAs and guarantees, I always think about this scene from Tommy Boy. Perhaps you will too, and then crack a smile. If they wonder what's up, tell them about my podcast. I always appreciate new listeners, even salespeople. That's all for this week's episode of the Zach on Leadership Podcast. Thanks for listening.